the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. I said welcome back because uh, Noah, the last uh, week or so, almost two weeks, uh, I kind of been non-existence because of things that, that was going on. Uh, but we're back, man. And you I am what? so happy to have you back in the saddle, <laughs> man. It's you know, it's kind of like uh, you know having two legs of the triad, uh, and, uh, and you are such an amazing individual. And it, you know, I'm expired by the show on a nightly basis, so it's good to have you back, man. But I, you know what? I got I got to say this, but uh, Michelle and you held it down. I mean, not just held it down. I'm worried about Steve calling me up and saying, "Hey, JC, uh, we've been considering uh, Michelle and Noah." And uh, oh, you, oh, you didn't hear the name of the show is now the the Michelle and Noah show. That's I, that's featuring know. James Cooley. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. no, uh, James is right. You know, no, Noah's right. It's like. You know, we're like a trio. We were missing our third person, the head, the headliner, basically. <laughs> Not the headliner. We all are headliners, mm-hmm. and everything that we do because we are a team. And, and I was uh, thinking about you and praying for you, man. You were always in my thoughts, but it is good to have you back, man. No, we just got back about three hours ago, man. Back to Texas. The last couple of weeks, we've been in New York. Uh, we, we was, uh, right across the street from the trade, World Trade Center doing our shows. We spent, um, of course, you know, the last five, six days in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it feels so good to be back in Dallas, back in our house, back in our home studio. Oh my goodness. Oh man. <laughs> and, and seeing our dog, uh, <laughs> Bella. And you know what, man, I tell you, been heavy, heavy on my heart. Uh, because I know you, you was on vacation, I think, when I was in New York. And, and you, and you, you and Michelle started out, you, you guys were doing that, but man, uh, I'm just feeling pretty good. And Paula Shaw, I want to give it a, a her a shout as well. She held it down one of the days. Uh, but, uh, man, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. I mean, I just came off a great weekend. It's Thanksgiving week. So it's a short week here at the radio studios, and that's good. And I'm excited also about tonight's show because we're talking about one of my favorite people ever, and that's my grandmother, Jean Marcou. It's just an amazing woman and, you know, different tributes from the family tonight. It's, it's going to be awesome. Ma'am, you know, I tell you, Noah, you and I talked about this, and I just could not wait uh, for us to have this show. And uh, this is going to be so great because uh, you and I, uh, we've been talking almost last year or so uh, how important uh, this this young lady uh, were to you and still is, even though, you know, hey, we're doing a tribute. But um, it's just so important that we do this. And uh, I, I listen to the audience. Uh, Noah Dingley, you all know him, uh, my great producer, uh, him and Michelle been 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 holding down the fort. If you want to be part of this great conversation that we're gonna have tonight, featuring Noah Dingley and family, uh, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Michelle, you was getting ready to say something? Uh, no, I'm just I'm just so excited about the show tonight and just you know. 
just the, the people in our lives that always that touched our lives and continue to touch our lives, whether they're, you know, they're here or they're no longer with us. I think this is, I know this is going to be an amazing show and, you know, and just people telling stories of what this wonderful, beautiful woman meant to them. Well, I tell you what, and uh, Noel is probably not expecting this, but we're going to have to do this. Can you, first of all, tell our listening audience the title of the show? Title of today's show is the Jean Marcou Tribute. And uh, just like I said, listen, audience, my great, great producer, Noah Dingley. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about this young man? Well, of course. Noah Dingley is host of Across the County Radio. He interviews guests that impact the San Diego community as a whole. Sometimes these issues are local nonprofits doing good works throughout the county. Other times these topics are national issues that also directly impact the city of San Diego. Noah is a single father and has a heart and passion for lifting up kids. He loves to talk about anything that can benefit the life of a child. Book authors fascinate him, and much can be learned from hearing their tales. He often likes to use the phrase, it's about what matters locally to you. Also, sail aboard Noah's Ark on K-Praise, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. through midnight, as Noah brings you through various national ministry programs. Noah enjoys world history, loves the film industry, and is a podcast aficionado. And also, we know him as a Star Trek A tracky, a, a tracky, a tracky, <laughs> and uh, big time tracky. Yeah, tried and true. <laughs> Man, my friend, I tell you, this feels so great to be chatting with you again uh, because uh, I've been waiting on this moment, and we're back. How you, how you doing, man? And uh, I, I, I just gotta say, can you tell us, our listening audience, a little bit about you, a little bit more about you, and then we're gonna get into this great uh, tribute. Uh, uh, so, Noah, tell our listening audience a little bit about what Michelle did not tell them. Well, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, and, and you know, I was there for probably the first um, first portion of my life. And then my father relo- relocated back to San Diego. And, you know, as much as I loved San Diego and growing up here, you know, I had a huge part of my heart in Los Angeles, and that included friends and various places that I like to go in my childhood, and also included uh, the woman that we're going to be talking about tonight, my grandmother, who lived for a good section of her life in the Los Angeles area. And I would continue to go up and visit her, I would probably say as often as I could, you know, once every other month was kind of what the goal was sometimes. Parents would drive me as I got older. I would take the train down there because I have always loved trains. And I would go and just spend the weekend with grandma and see some of my friends in the area. So also it it links to tonight's conversation, which is, you know, just she meant so much to me and I wanted to spend so much time with her. And even though my family moved away, I always made a solid effort to see her as much as possible. And so that is probably one of my favorite memories was those visits that I would, you know, be able to have that one on one time with her. Wow. Hey, man, that's a a good segment on what she's going to tell our listening audience um, what the purpose of tonight's show, and you just talked a little bit about it, but Michelle, tell them what the purpose of tonight's show. The purpose of tonight's show is to celebrate and reminisce about the life and legacy of Jean Marcoux, to discuss with her family how she influenced and impacted each of their lives. Wow, and you know, Noah, uh, we all have uh, that uh, one person, or m- maybe many, that has a major influence on everything that we do, uh, because we are we watching. <laughs> I mean, if that makes any sense. Watching meaning that we're listening and we're learning. And uh, you and I always talk about the legacy, legacy, legacy. And what I mean by that is what the influences that uh, uh, our mother, our father, our grandfather, our grandmother have on us to shape us to being the person that we are today. Yeah, it's 100% true, James. We always talk about legacy on the show and, you know, it's building a a better tomorrow for not just your children, but your grandchildren, which she obviously did. You know, she was uh, a homemaker for for decades and even after losing her husband and, you know, my grandfather, she continued to take care of that family for 
decades to come. And she was the matriarch of the family. And, you know, she was everybody's love. She was everybody's light, as we're going to find out tonight. Can you and hold that thought? It, Can you hold that thought? Because before I ask the first question, I don't want to have an interruption in where we're going to take a station break. So I know, and you are uh, my producer, can we break just uh, a little bit early uh, tonight? And when we get back, we really going to go off into this. I'll tell you, listen audience, my great, great producer, Noah Dingley, uh, and we're going to talk about the legacy of his grandmother. And uh, we're going to get a chance to also talk to some of his family members. If you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 It's your life. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Are you a veteran over the age of 65 or were you married to a veteran over the age of 65? If so, we want to make sure you're getting all the VA benefits you deserve. Veterans Advocacy Associates is a nonprofit organization whose sole goal is to help veterans get the benefits they've earned and deserve. They've helped thousands of veterans and their surviving spouses understand and receive VA benefits. Call them even if you have previously been denied. Call 951-296-6755 or visit myvaa.org. That's myvaa.org. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, I... I got uh, my main guy, my uh, producer, the guy that uh, keeps me focused and educate me on how to do this radio thing. He's been doing that for quite some time, and uh, we're talking no other than the only one, Noah Dingley. And I tell you, we're doing a a tribute to his uh, grandmother, and uh, it's kind of a show of celebration, and because this is such a great, great woman. And uh, I just uh, want to say, Noah, man, uh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. And we also, we got a couple of family members uh, that's here. And I think they're on the line. Michelle, can can you introduce the, the two family members that we know that, that are on the line right now? Yes. Mike Marcou, the son of Gene Marcou, and Ammon Luckley, the grands- grandchild of Gene, son of Krista, the daughter. And, and uh, I tell you, Mike... 
I believe that Mike is, is, is named after his grandfather. I mean, what I'm looking at here, I'm not one, 100% sure, uh, but um, I'm just so happy, Noah, to have family members on to help us celebrate uh, uh, this wonderful one. Yeah, my Uncle Mike is on the line, and he, you know, he was the only son out of the, uh, the, the children that my grandmother and my grandfather had. And, and he's just a, he's a tremendous man, and he's got many memories that he can share. And then my cousin Eamon is the son of Krista, who is, again, the, the daughter of my, of my, uh, my grandmother. And he has just always been somebody that I thought is just an outstanding individual. And at family gatherings, he always made it a point to do certain things, and there's certain traditions that he can share with us on the air tonight. And so they're both with us right now. Wow. You know, I tell you, uh, this, this is what I like to do, Noah. I, first of all, I'm going to ask each one of you, you all, but I want Mike to answer the question first. Uh, can you share with our listening audience who is Jean Marcou and a little bit about her background? I, I want to talk to the son first. Good evening, James. How are you? How you doing? How you doing, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for uh, having this show this evening. The family is very appreciative. Um, who is Jean Marcou? I, I think if I were to just uh, sort of off the top, I would say that you know she was a, a, a very strong woman who quietly worked her way through life and, and focused on her family and her friends. And, and I think that Jean's, uh, my mother's legacy to me is that she got up every day and she did what needed to be done and she did it with a smile on her face and she did it with love. And I think that what she, the, the fruits of her labor are somewhere between 50 and 60 kids, grandkids and great grandkids who all have that same ethic and who all have that same philosophy on life. I mean, she was a wonderful woman. Wow. So, Eamon, you're on the, you're on the line right now, correct? Yeah, yes, yes, I am. Hi. Um, uh, can you tell us about Jean Marcou and um, about her life and her background and what she meant to you? Um, my grandma was I thought, probably one of the nicest human beings I've ever come across uh, on my uh, time on this planet so far. I mean, I never heard a negative thing come out of her mouth about another individual. It was always uh, positivity and uh, uplifting words and, you know, every family gathering was, you know, based around her, she created, uh, you know, this huge family that now, you know, spans the United States and it's, um, you know, I was very fortunate to have her for the time that I did. Wow. Noah Dingley, can you tell us about who G. Marku is to you and the things that you know about her background that make her so special in your life? She was the person that Michelle brought everybody together. And no matter what people's viewpoints were on things or if there was a, you know, a family squabble. And let's face it, every family has them. You know, I don't care what family you are. Nobody agrees 100 percent of the time. At the end of the day, all she wanted was to always make sure her family got along and that we all loved each other which I find more important than anything else. And, you know, I hope that we can all, at the end of the day, say the same thing. And then she was, she was also very funny. She, she was absolutely hilarious. Her and I joked around so much. Sometimes in public, you might think that, you know, perhaps we were being rude to each other. It was just the relationship that we had. She was absolutely hysterical and so lighthearted. And if you really got to know her, you saw that side of her. Wow. You know, uh, that is so amazing. We all have certain memories uh, of our mother, our grandmother, or a lot of other folks in our life that uh, tend to lock into our mind. Uh, and uh, I, I like to say, uh, I, it's, with my grandmother, Noah, I, I tell you all the time, and I write it in my book, uh, there are so many favorite memories that I have of her, but there are always a couple of them that, uh, you know, just lock in and it's, and, and every time we think about that person, it just brings joy and happiness 
to us. So I'm going to ask all three of you guys the same question, but I'm going to start with you, Amon. What is the favorite uh, moment that you had with your grand- grandmother? Um, I think my favorite moment was my uh, my senior year of high school. Um, we uh, I played baseball in high school and a little bit after, um, but she had traveled up from uh, Hemet at the time to come to our uh, playoff game against another team, and I ended up like winning the game. But to have her there and like crying in happiness and tears and hugging me after the game was it was very memorable to me, and it, uh, it's the one memory with her that I I always come back to whenever I. You know, my mind crosses her. And uh, it was a beautiful moment. I was so grateful and thankful to be able to share it with her. Wow. Wow. Hey, hey Noah, before I get uh, to you and Mike, I think we got a caller on the line. Is that caller still there? Yeah, caller is still there. A very just dear member of the family. My cousin Rob's on the line with us. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? Welcome to the show, Rob. How you doing? How you doing? Thank you so much. I am doing fantastic. Thank you. I am so happy that you're calling in. <laughs> yeah, this is so important. <laughs> well, I, you know, what, what I really wanted to, to say is thank you guys so much for giving, for doing this for, for our grandma. You know, I, you are obviously finding out how important she was to so many people and that what an amazing opportunity uh, Noah has, has offered us through you and through your, your station. And wow. Couldn't thank you enough for, for what you guys are doing. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to, uh, it just seems so, so great. I, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciated you guys. Well, we really appreciate you calling in because uh, Noah and I over the, uh, Last ten months now, uh, been my uh, producer on the live show, and and I believe that uh, Noah and I have grown, uh, and Michelle and all of us, close, love him, love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Rob, can mm-hmm. can you tell our listening audience uh, what what is one of your most favorite um, uh, memories of your grandmother? <laughs> well, we're gonna go way back, but one of my most favorite memories of my grandma was. Um, I, when I was a young boy, um, I would hide under the, the table, uh, the, the dining room table, and she would pretend to secretly feed me pieces of bread um, that nobody else was supposed to know about, of course, but everybody knew. But I thought it was pretty cool <laughs> that I was getting uh, kind of like a dog, like that under the table. It was, uh, it was something for some reason I would just never forget. Um, how fun that was um, at a young age. Man, that is that is so uh, funny. That is so cool right there. And uh, <laughs> wow, it, you, we can never forget moments like that. <laughs> sure. Hey, Mike, uh, let me ask you, what yeah. what is one, I mean, I know it's many uh, with, with your mother. Can you tell our listening audience uh, one or maybe two of your most favorite memories uh, with your mother? Absolutely. So the one that comes to mind is, uh, as Noah mentioned earlier, there's, uh, I have five sisters and I'm the youngest. So, uh, you know, my mom paid a price to get to me and, uh, <laughs> and years of pregnancy and a lot of girls. And so my favorite moment would be that when, uh, my wife Rebecca and I had our, our first child, he, it was a boy and we have two boys, but we had a first one. And when I first saw her holding him, because it was sort of like, look, no price to pay here. Here's a boy back at you. Here's your grandson. And uh, she was very, very happy. And it was a touching moment for me. And so that one comes to mind. But the the one that maybe is a little lighter would be that uh, the house we grew up in, uh, there was a kitchen window along the driveway. And what my mom used to like to do is have us lure neighborhood kids up the driveway, and she'd squirt them with water through the window. <laughs> and it sort of became... <laughs> it sort of became a, a known uh, danger, but everyone seemed to participate because they loved her and she got along with everyone. And because she had six kids, uh, you know, she was tied into, you know, many, many different families in the area and uh, had many friends in our area. And so she 
she played with all the kids. She was an adult that would uh, treat you like a kid and you enjoy yourself. Wow. Man, that sounds like so much fun. And uh, in, in our day coming up, we said, Grandma, that's cool. That's She's cool. I mean, yeah. uh, if that make any sense. But, uh, wow, man, this is, uh, we're enjoying this. But we're going to take a station break. But we're going to come back. And we're going to continue this great conversation. And we're going to continue this tribute to Gene Marku. The family. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1 888 344 1170. Again, that's 1 888 344 1170. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen-to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, I'm having so much fun. Uh, you know, with my great producer, Noah, but it's family who uh, we are paying a uh, contribute to this great woman, his grandmother, Jean Marku. And uh, it's this, uh, the last story that I, I heard uh, uh, from a man when he said his, his grandmother was feeding him uh, uh, bread under the table and pretending like that. You know, I, Oh, that I was Rob. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rob, I'm sorry. I kind of remember that, man, uh, with uh, that's going on in, in my family, my grandmother and me, not under the table, but just, you know, protecting you and, and uh, you know. That's what that grandmas little, do, James. That's what they do. And I tell you, listen, audience, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 888 Now, Noah, I did not get to you on your favorite memories of your grandmother because you and I talk all the time and it's a, you got a lot. I got a lot. I'm going to keep it short because we have people on the line. Oh yeah. uh, I can't wait to get to to the people on the line, but can you uh, tell our listening audience at least one right now, uh, your most favorite memories with your grandmother? Well, I was going to say that, you know, being squirted out the kitchen window, (laughs) but uh, Mike took that one. Uh, she would do that. You know, you knew you were in the danger zone. You were in the splash zone at a holiday. 
all the families around, you walk by that kitchen at your risk because if that window's open, you're going to get squirted. I mean, that's all there is to it. Man, that's so cool, man. That is, that is so cool. Oh, yeah. Grandma was often the instigator. Uh, all, you know, other memories as well. And I remember that. I remember all of our holidays were so very special. You know, family, as we were saying at the beginning of the show, I said it and my Uncle Mike said it. Family was so important to her. Probably only God came before family. It was God and family, and then she loved music. And so to have all the family around for holidays, those holidays, a special uh, place in my heart, especially the 4th of July, we would have these huge celebrations, you know, fireworks and food. And it was just, it was just, it was a really good time to be together. And she was at the heart of it all. But if I have one moment over the years, JC, and, and this is something that has spanned decades, is we would always play cards together. Uh, we, you know, from one of our favorite card games, Uno, we would play that with the entire family to just our more solitary moments when we would just play. We would play war back and forth, and we did that for just, just forever in a day. Uh, when she was younger and she had all of her wits about her, and even in her later years, when it, uh, when it got tough, we, I still played with her. You know, we, I would call the cards out to her. Uh, so that we could continue to play. And she loved it. And she would always come over saying, hey, are we going to, you know, before I leave, are we going to play another, we're going to play a game of cards, right? And so that was just something that I always remember and I hold close to my heart is that I made it a priority to to play games with my grandma. And and that was very important to her. My, that is Okay. So so wonderful. I, I I no. I think that we got somebody. I mean, everybody's important, but I think uh, we got uh, uh, a young lady on that I had an opportunity to, to chat with uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, Do we have that young lady on the? Phone? Oh, she's gonna love you for calling her a young lady. <laughs> My mom, Kathleen, is on the phone. Kathleen, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, so thank being, you for having us and talking about my mom. She was a really, she was a really sweet woman. Um, she was a sweet soul. She really was. Yeah, Noah, you, you remember, we you, remember <laughs> <laughs> you remember a couple of months ago you were telling me uh, about your mother and you were telling me how close Noah uh, were to uh, yes, your mother. Grandma. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you tell us a, a little bit more about uh, that and a little bit more about, uh, I mean, your mother, some of the most favorite uh, memories that you have on your mother? Sure, sure, I'll do that. Uh, with Noah, it's been, since he was a little boy, they've been talking on the phone together all the time, up until and, and, until just recently, always on the phone together. Um, and my, it's hard to come up with a really good just one memory. Uh, my memories are she was there when my children were born and the times that she spent with with myself and my family and my grandchildren um, was just fantastic. They all got to know her so well because we had her here and and um, enjoyed her company and did lots of things together. But one of my most recent memories that I'll never forget, and I think about it all the time, was we had somebody that lived across the street and up the hill had a party. And someone was playing the saxophone. And my mom loved the saxophone. And so I, she used a walker in later years. We mixed the walker. We said no walker. She put her arms around my waist and we walked over to the front door. And we stood there and we listened to the saxophone playing. And, you know, just kind of swayed to the music. And I'll never forget that moment. It was wonderful. We listened to the music and just kind of danced together. So, uh, it almost chokes me up. Sorry. <laughs> you know, that, that, uh, that chokes me up as well because that is so wonderful. And, uh, yeah. the, uh, some of the, the, the loves, I mean, sax- saxophone music, all of those things mm-hmm. are so important. And you know what I, yeah. I think, Kathleen, that builds us up, be a character and build, just like what you just said, lifelong memories uh, where it might not seem that important at that time, 
Uh, but it's a, oh. it's a shining light that's, that, that sticks with us where we can think about that moment and it brings back joy. Oh, it does. It really does. My mom was a wonderful woman. She was wow. kind and sweet. I could go on and on with all of the adjectives to talk about her, but she didn't have a mean bone in her body. Everybody could tell you that. Your, your son tell me that all the time. Been telling me that ever since I met him. And uh, yeah, you know, I, yes, I kind of yeah. feel a little bit that I know her uh, based on the conversation that Noah and I have had and, and conversations uh, when you've been on the show that you and I have had as well. Sure, so yeah. this mm-hmm. this is so important not only to to you all, but it's important to me as well because I do understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Noah. Well, you, you, uh, <laughs> hey, no problem. Anytime. Noah, do we have another call on, on the line? I think you mentioned that as yes, well. Yes, we do. Probably, uh, you know, everybody's important tonight, but my grandmother had probably one of the dearest friends of her life uh, as her next-door neighbor for decades. And, I mean, they were as thick as thieves, and they were just so good together. And her best friend, Nancy, is on the phone with us right now. Nancy, how you doing? Welcome to the show. How you doing, Nancy? I'm doing just fine, thank you. <laughs> it's such an honor and a pleasure to have you on, on, on the show. Uh, and so, how's your day going so far before we get off into this? How's my day gone? It's gone quite well. I'm thinking turkey and working in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is. I know how that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Nancy, you probably uh, you've been knowing Jean for quite some time. Uh, um, I think we were friends for about 55 years, <laughs> if not longer. And she was, um, to me, whatever I wanted her to be. If I needed a doctor, I'd talk to her. If I needed a minister, I'd talk to her. If I needed a banker, she'd loan me money. If I needed a cup of sugar, she gave it to me. Um, she raised of six children of her own, and she raised my five children while I was off at work. And then I realized not too long ago that I think she raised me too, that we were such good friends and we were such, um, she was such a confidant and such a supporter and um, just, and even when she moved to Hemet, um, I would call her on the phone and she would just be so delighted. And her response was always, Nancy, darling, I'm so glad you called. <laughs> <laughs> she always made me feel special. <laughs> so I miss her a whole lot, but I'm very grateful that she was a part of my life and her children, by extension, are part of our family also and their kids and grandkids. So it was a blessing. She was a blessing in my life. You mentioned something uh, that just uh, struck a bell because you mentioned that she raised her six kids and she raised, helped raise your Five kids, but you also mm-hmm. mentioned you also mentioned something that's so important that I think she raised me too. I mean, yeah. that yeah, is she did. such. I, I thought about it and thought about it. That you know what? I think she raised me too. <laughs> that is such an honor. Uh, that's just a, such a how a tribute to give anybody. I mean, your friend. Uh, someone that you really know, uh, that you learn from them because we always have to be around people. I believe that we trust, we love, we learn. And, yeah. uh, that's what life is all about. And, um, th- what you just said is so important. And I really appreciate you coming on the air to share that with us, but we're going to have to take a station break right now. But we're going to come back shortly after the break, and we're going to continue this great conversation 
and honoring Jean Marcou. And I tell you, listen, audience, keep calling in. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 1170 Again, that's one 344 1170 It's your life. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to the James Cooley Show It's Your Life. And we have a really special show tonight, a tribute to Jean Marcou. Noah, this is going great. I mean, this is so special. Your grandmother sounds like a dynamic woman. Very dynamic woman. Like I said, the matriarch of the family. And I just say that because she just really brought everybody together. I mean, she she was it. When people gathered, you wanted to be around her because she was funny and she was warm. And everybody was always just, you know, she was the center she was she was the backbone of of this family and it's great michelle that so many people are calling and sharing why she was special and what she really meant to them oh most definitely and just to know that that one person that special person can touch so many lives and you know we have a lot of listeners um you know viewing on facebook live we have a lot of family members calling in and Noah, I do believe we do have a caller online. Is that correct? We have a couple of people. Uh, the first up, we have my Aunt Michelle, another one of her kids. Very important because she, in the latter years of my grandmother's lives, was so instrumental in taking care of her. So, Aunt Michelle, you are right here on It's Your Life. Hi, Michelle. This is Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, Michelle. Welcome to It's Your Life. Thank you for uh, calling in. This is this is an amazing show. Um, I know you have a lot of stories to tell about this wonderful, wonderful woman, Jean Marcoux. And um, one of the things I want to know is, can you tell us about her sense of humor? Oh, my mom had a good sense of humor. She, well, she had to, having six kids and raising other kids in the neighborhood. Um, she always had us laughing, and she was very cheerful most of the time. Um, but I was very blessed to have had my mom live with me for the past six years. And um, I'm sorry. Um, one of the funniest stories I have, though, I'd like to share is that every morning my mom ate Cheerios. She didn't want any other cereal, anything else but Cheerios. So she ate her Cheerios, and my mother was blind. And so sometimes they would stick to her pajamas. And we'd find them all over the house. And, you know, at first the dog liked them. Well, after six years, the dog was tired of them. 
And we would find them throughout the house. And we would just laugh, my husband and I, and, you know, pick them up and stuff. But um, after my mother had passed, I was sitting in her room, and I was going through some of her stuff. And I looked on her dresser, and there was a Cheerio. And I thought, it's Cheerio from heaven. My mom was letting me know that she was here with us. Well, we found several Cheerios. We found five so far throughout the house. And we have a tile floor, and they match our tile floor. So it's hard to see them. Even though we vacuum, they're still there. And I feel like it's my mom telling me, it's okay. I'm here. That's a pretty great memory. Wow. Yeah, it's very special to me. (laughs) That is such a great memory. And I believe, uh, Michelle, that... uh, that is a sign to let you know that, hey, even though I might not be here physically, I'm still there. I'm still showing love. I'm still showing you that I'm still watching over you. Exactly. Wow. And she is. <laughs> hey, thank you. She is. Yeah, Michelle, thank you so thank much you for calling. So much. And I just want to uh-huh. let you know how much it means to me that you were there taking care of Grandma in in, in her later years. I it, I never stopped appreciating that so please know that it was a joy <laughs> it was a joy absolute to have pleasure her. you sharing that michelle thank you so much mm-hmm. no i think uh-huh. we have another call on the line yeah we do uh she didn't know my grandmother for all that long but i'm glad that she did get a chance to know her we have my girlfriend cammy's on the line welcome to it's your life cammy how are you doing how you doing cammy i'm well how are you we are doing great. We are so honored and, you know, and excited to have this tribute to this wonderful woman, G. Mark, who on the show tonight. And um, the question I have for you is, what did G. Mark, who mean to you personally? Um, well, I have to say that probably from the moment I met Noah, I started hearing about his grandmother. Um, so I knew from really early on just what a special person she was to him. And I am so grateful that over the past six, eight months, I had several opportunities to spend time with her. And it's funny listening to all the family calling in and telling these stories because I can see myself sitting at the kitchen table and hearing her tell so many of these same stories, the kitchen window and Um, All of those things. And I think the thing that stands out to me the most, um, along with hearing those stories, just um, everything that she did in life was so fueled by love. And that was so apparent. And then personally, in these later years, just seeing um, that humor, that feistiness, um, the card games and the competitive talk that she would have, I would just sit there watching Noah and his grandma play cards, just laughing at the banter back and forth. And then um, cooking. She loved to help Kathleen in the, in the kitchen. And uh, Kathleen would bring over a bowl of something for her to mix or help with. And she was blind, couldn't you know see us very well. And when she thought nobody was looking, she would steal little tastes of whatever she was making and then quickly lick her fingers And she'd hand the bowl back to Kathleen and say, oh, you're just lucky I didn't taste any of this. And it just gave me such a giggle to see that personality, to hear the back and forth, to hear the stories. And um, I've told Noah and I've told Kathleen so many times that I just feel so lucky that I was able to meet her in person and um, just have a chance to get to know this amazing woman. Wow. That is such, that's so great. Cammie, uh, you just put things into a different perspective always. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know we're coming down to the last uh, two, three minutes of the show, but I got, I got to ask Noah and Mike uh, and hopefully uh, everyone uh, this question. We only got two minutes, but how will you honor Gene Marku? Memory. Noah, I'm going to start off with you real quickly. Then I want Mike 
and, and, and Kathleen. Yeah, I'll keep possible. mine short and brief. Uh, my, my grandmother okay. loved listening to music, and she loved big band music and people that could really sing like Andre Bocelli. So what I try and do every day is listen to a piece of music that I know that my grandmother would love, and I think about her as I'm doing it. What about you, Mike? You know, James, the last couple of weeks since she passed, I've been thinking more of my mom, not as my mother, but as just Jean Marcoux, the person. And I look at the journey she made from being basically a coal miner's daughter in the 19th century, effectively, for where they grew up outside of Pittsburgh, to what she accomplished in her life. And I think for me, if I'm, you know, the way to honor her is to get up every day to think kind things to try to accomplish and help people to try to be productive and do so in a way that makes the world, you know, it sounds corny, but it makes the world a better place or at least don't do damage. And I think that's what she gave me is the will to do that. Wow. Uh, Kathleen, uh, real quickly, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, my mom is gone, but uh, Eamon's still on there. Oh, okay. Eamon, you what, got, uh, what you got Eamon still on? Eamon. Yeah. Go ahead. Hello? Eamon. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him your question. Oh, my. oh okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, wait, uh, I'm going to do and move forward is I basically want to make sure that just because the centerpiece of the family is uh, moved on that we continue to do our giant fam- uh, family gatherings and get together with everyone uh, just like we have for the last 30, 40 years. Wow. You know, that was very important to her. And Eamon also that's, over the years made sure that happened. That is. And I hope that uh, the family continue to do that. And I wish the, uh, my family is listening because this is a great tribute. And I know a man. We needed more time. This is so fantastic. We'll have to do this again. I would, I'd like to thank uh, my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, my great producer, Noah Dingley, the family, all of them. And I'd like to thank my listening audience. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, where is your life. I'm James Cooley. Noah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for making this happen. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's your life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.